Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. Before COVID-19 turned our lives upside down, my colleague Ian Turner traveled to Leuven in Belgium. There he met with Gerd van Horebeek. Gerd is the city's sustainable development advisor. You'll see he knows how to bring people's ideas and engagement into municipal action. There's so much to learn from Leuven on how to build on strong local communities. Hi, I'm here with Geert van Hoerebeek from the city of Leuven. Today we had a, a, a study tour and a, and a visit within the Empower project. So Geert, we heard a lot about uh, Leuven today. Maybe you would, uh, could just share with, uh, with the people a bit of background of the city and then we can go into some of the, the good things that you've been doing. Okay. Well, um, like you say, I'm working in Leuven, the local authority in Leuven. Um, it's a city of 100,000 uh, inhabitants and above that we have about 40,000 uh, students. So that means that we have a very young, dynamic population and we are a university city. We don't have a lot of industry, but we have a lot of knowledge industry, spin-offs of the university, so knowledge institutes and of course a brewery. Um, so that, that makes it that we have a quite a young progressive population which made it quite easy for us to work on sustainable development there was a big willingness uh, since a long time uh, on, on working on the team like climate and energy and sustainable development so that's what we did uh, already a long time okay great uh, i heard about um, Leuven from a colleague of mine um, around the green leaf award I guess that, that allowed you to, to get a little bit of, uh, of extra, um, or people get to know about you. Uh, could you tell us about, around, the, around that award uh, and, yeah. um, and, and what were some of the main things that, uh, yeah. that people were impressed by? Yeah. Well, the, the story we told for that European Green Leaf Award was the story on citizen involvement. When we started working on sustainability, um, we said that the local authority should not be the motor of sustainable development sustainable development but just one of the motors so we involved the university the businesses the uh, um, society and we worked together as a quadruple helix and first we established a network network sustainable leuven in which we did all kind of projects uh, and together we, we co started a cooperation on sustainable development and when in 2011 we uh, signed covenant of mayors and uh, pronounced the ambition to be climate neutral we started a new very intensive collaboration with all those stakeholders on that uh, scientific report and on the climate action plan and on the visioning of uh, the ambition of Leuven 2030, the sustainable Leuven 2030. And with that story, that collaboration that we established, we uh, applied for the European Green Leaf and uh, it was rewarded indeed with that uh, European Green Leaf uh, Award. Okay, great. Tell me a little bit more about uh, Leuven 2030. 
maybe a little bit around about who's involved, how, how it functions. That would be interesting yeah. for me. Well, since we had our climate policy and we want to elaborate it citywide and with all stakeholders, we needed a fixed structure uh, where that collaboration um, could take place. And so we established the NGO Leuven 2030 with very specific uh, goals. And Leuven 2030 is formed with five, the five branches, like the local authority, businesses, the society, the knowledge institutes, and then semi-public uh, institutes like the DSO, the uh, public transport company. So all these groups of people work together and the task of the NGO is coordination between all the different stakeholders, bringing people together uh, in order to uh, realize projects. So the projects are not realized by the NGO, but with by all the different uh, stakeholders. Everyone, everyone has his task in that climate policy. And the task of the NGO is bring people together. Also the sensitizing of the people and the communication on the climate policy. Also giving uh, insights, uh, scientific insights and guiding the way in all the climate actions. So the NGO is really the spider in the web where everything comes together and um, links all the different climate action plans of all the different stakeholders uh, together and supports the coordination of it. Excellent. Um, what I was also, you've been talking about uh, community energy specifically. There's apparently there's a there's a strategic partnership that you that you have. It would be nice to yeah. to tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah. Well, we in our scientific report and the emission inventory, we saw that we hardly have any uh, energy production, renewable energy production in uh, our territory. We don't have any wind turbines uh, due to the airport, which is uh, nearby. But we also don't have a lot of solar panels or other renewable energy sources. So we felt the need to boost that production. And we realized that we as a local authority were not the best placed uh, organization to boost that. So we went for, we, we searched for a, a partner which with our support could realize that boost of renewable energy production. So we did a, a, a call for a, a partner and uh, through a kind of procedure with the jury, etc. We, we selected the best uh, partnership. So um, EcoPower, which is um, an uh, energy Corporation um, was selected as our strategic energy partner and together with some other stakeholders, they formed a little consortium and together with us, Love in 2030 and that's different partners, uh, they try to realize all kinds of um, re local renewable energy projects, mainly solar, but also other projects uh, can be uh, realized. So, um, that look, that search for, for pro, um, projects also went together with a search for interested, interested uh, citizens. So a group of citizens, inhabitants of Leuven, came together and said, uh, tried to work together um, in the realization of that, uh, that different uh, projects. So um, together they, they formed a new small 
energy corporations under the protection of EcoPower, a local group in uh, in EcoPower, which will now be our uh, local energy uh, corporation. It will grow out up to a local energy corporation. Okay, so I remember, I think you were explaining today that that came out of the fact that you, you set up an, an offer to, to put renewables on the municipal buildings, that was yep. it, and then that, that then allowed them to, to become active in a specific project, is that is that correct? Yeah, well, what what we see so often, uh, not I often, what we already saw was that a group of citizens formed together a local energy corporation and then afterwards were in search of uh, projects. But the search of projects sometimes can last very long. And then the group of citizens is demotivated and everything falls apart. So we did it kind of the other way around. Uh, we searched first, looked for, for projects and prepared indeed with our municipal municipal uh, buildings uh, a project where we wanted to put PV and then we launched it and the uh, local energy corporation had quite immediately a project where they could work on and it's this creates a whole other dynam dynamic uh, functioning of that corporation instead of some others who uh, have to wait for that first project a very long time. You also explained uh, around the procurement that you are able to uh, to put in certain requirements that would uh, that would give, uh, let's say, um, uh, a a chance for local cooperatives to to be a part of of this kind of uh, project. So how was that done? Yeah, well. Um, Already a few years ago, um, the city council um, voted uh, for an energy vision, and it was said that a renewable energy belongs to everyone, it belongs to community. So also harvesting from that renewable energy source should be that the, the benefits of it, the, the profits of it should be put back in society. So in our tender, one of the selection criteria was along price and some technical aspects was the fact that companies that would uh, realize that PV uh, installations on our uh, buildings uh, and would use the um, model of uh, civil uh, cooperation were rewarded with extra points in the, the tender and the, the selection criteria. So that, means, that meant that uh, the local energy community, uh, energy corporation uh, was favored, but on a legal way uh, when they applied for this uh, tender. Okay, great. What would you say the main challenges now are in, in Leuven for the future for you? You're a growing city, you're a popular city, Things are things are, are looking good, but but what are you what are what are your challenges? Because you've got an ambitious uh, target. So yeah. there are two main challenges. One is the uh, refurbishment on the energy efficiency of the existing building stock. And Leuven is a historic city, a lot of old buildings, and uh, the energy consumption in these buildings is the main part of our CO2 emissions. So if we want to uh, cut down CO2 emissions, cutting down energy consumption is a very uh, uh, important one. And finding ways to uh, 
not only activate uh, citizens, but maybe really force or support uh, people and make make that energy uh, refurbishments um, financially uh, doable is a very big ambition because we have to scale up from maybe 150 uh, houses a year to about 800 houses and that's a very ambitious goal which needs to be done another big ambition is mobility mm -hmm. Leuven is a fast-growing city uh, and mobility is a threat for the accessibility so also for the functioning so we have to uh, evolve quite soon to another kind of mobility in the in the region on a regional uh, level because mobility is more than just the city level okay right so common challenges that we have in a lot of cities in europe yes. final question is um, is the how do you involve the unusual suspects because you, you spoke about this. I mean, maybe you should give me an idea. You know, you've got a, a broad people involved in Leuven 2030, but we know that it's quite, it's not, it's difficult to involve certain people that are, are skeptical about everything. So, so what do you do about that? Um, of course, like every city, we first start with uh, working with the people that are keen. Are, yeah, yeah, are keen and willing. Uh, but we, don't focus on energy consumption or CO2 emissions. We rather talk on the benefits of a healthy, resilient, green, nice city. And talking on on the uh, that advantages of living in a in a in that kind of city maybe speaks more to the heart than uh, the other topics like energy and CO2 emissions. So uh, that's a way of uh we hope convincing people and we also we maybe we, we, we might not convince people but we should support people uh in in i think if they see benefits that doesn't mean that I, often they see the benefits where they are not willing to uh participate because they see a lot of difficulties and barriers and financial uh, and, and organ and so if we can cut down those barriers. Maybe this will this will help um, in in uh, activate those people. But we try different ways to do that. Cool. And within this, the work that you do, uh, where do you get inspiration from? But uh, we get inspiration from a lot of good initiatives that rise bottom up. There's a lot of uh, willingness in the in the society in Leuven already, and also everywhere in Europe. There are um, cities who are, have wonderful projects where we can learn. And um, if we bring all those good things together in Leuven, then we, we might uh, do significant steps. Uh, okay. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Okay. It was really interesting. Cheers. All right. Today's episode was brought to you by the EU project Empower. Empower explores how cities and citizens can manage the energy transition together in a fair, clean and democratic way. Participation can happen at various stages, from involving citizens, local NGOs or businesses in the policy design, to any stage of the energy value chain, for example, as shareholders or even prosumers. 
The Empower Project gets funding from the European Horizon 2020 program. Go to the website municipalpower.org to learn more about Empower. And don't forget to regularly check out Energy Cities website energy-cities.eu. We provide you with political updates and great stories around the energy transition in Europe. energy-cities.eu